Welcome into the Straight Up Sports Podcast. This time I'm going to recap week six a little bit, talk about the games in the media poll that just came out um, here Monday morning. So check this out, guys. Enjoy it. And then um, also I'm going to try to do a mailbag episode here for this week. So if you either want to, if you have my number, text me, hit me up on Facebook in the comments, uh, the Moe Man Football, DM the Twitter account, whatever you guys want to do uh, to get a hold of me. Ask me any question. I'm going to try to answer them on the podcast this coming week. So we'll do a little mailbag uh, for the re- for the preview show for week seven. But right now, time to recap week six. And welcome to the week six recap of Missouri 8-Man Football here on Straight Up Sports. Um, I'm going to run through the scores real quick of the week. Um, East Ashton took down number one, Mound City, 34-6. I'll talk about plenty about that game. Our game of the week last week was North Andrew Stanberry, and North Andrew came away with a dominant 36-6 win. Uh, Southwest Livingston, number three team in the state, they rolled over Platte Valley 60-6. It was over at halftime. North Shelley beat Keatsville 56-6. Kind of cruised their win there for the five, uh, fifth-ranked North Shelby. Drexel Archie, Archie down a couple of guys. Drexel wins 43-6. Big win there for the Bobcats. Uh, pretty much secure the Wemo title. Uh, South Holt Nolly Holt cruises to a 56-6 win in the third quarter against Stuart Philosborn. Uh, shootout over in Pattonsburg. Stop me if you've heard me that before. Stop me if you've heard that before over there as they beat Rich Hill 86-56 in the second highest scoring game. Not of the year, of the week. Uh, we'll get to the other one here in a minute. Uh, Northwest Nolly beats DeKalb 54-8 in the third quarter. Uh, King City defeats Rockport 52-32. Uh, St. Paul Lutheran stays undefeated, beats uh, Santa Fe 42-14. Jasper takes down Bramer 32-8, and Bramer had a string of injuries as well. Uh, Liberal beats Norman Harden Central 46-34. Tough loss there for the Aggies. Uh, Worth County storms back and beats Oric 56-40. And the highest scoring game of the week and of the year, Northwest Hughesville beating Pleasant Hope 94-50. A lot of points there for... Uh, the Mustangs. Uh, Albany cruises to a win over Schuyler County, 52-14. LeBlanc goes to Kansas and beats KC's Christian, 60-44. And then Appleton City gets their first win of the year over Osceola, 70-50. And Osceola, actually, their points allowed per game goes down after allowing 70 points there. Um, so that's what, that's what happened week six. Those are the scores. Now it's time to talk about each game a little bit here. Uh, first up, Mountain City East Adjacent. From what I heard, Mountain City had a heck of a time with injuries there. Uh, not just during the game, but before the game. Their starting quarterback um, had some pain in his gut around lunchtime. Had to go to the ER, it sounds like. Um, I heard Bruce Spleen. Not sure what's going on there with Tony right now. Over in Mountain City, they're not quite sure either, as, <clears throat> as far as I know. I uh, hope Tony's okay. He's a great kid. Um, don't really hear anybody say a bad word about Tony Osborne. He's just a great kid. He works hard. So I hope he's okay, not just for football, but also just regularly because he's a heck of a basketball player as well. and uh, A guy that's probably going to play the next level in the basketball court because he is that good. Um, I will say, as a coach Navi Holt last year, I give him, I joke with him about this. Um, he didn't score versus the Trojans last year. Um, we only played him once, and he was sick with the flu, so he didn't play versus us, but we shut him down. <laughs> so but I hope he's okay. And then the other injuries, Trevor Tubbs went out early. He was Tony's replacement. Um, and he got injured. Uh, I think it was a knee injury. Uh, who else? 
Uh, Forrest Landon Papa hurt his, I think it was either hip or hamstring or something like that in the first half. Uh, tried to play a little bit, but couldn't go after halftime. William Rother hurt his knee in the first half. Tried to go in the third quarter, couldn't go. Uh, then Caden Messer, they're probably their best defensive lineman, went out with a concussion. That's four, four or five starters right there, just bam, done. That's just so tough. You're playing a good East Atchison team. Uh, credit Mountain City for bowing the way they do, but also credit to East Atchison. They capitalized. Um, whenever Landon and Roth were both in the game still, it was still 6 nothing Mountain City at halftime. I don't think EA had a first down in the first half, but they were doing everything they could to stop Mountain City as well, just defensive slugfest. I believe Mountain City's only touchdown came off a um, fumbled punt return by East Atchison that set him up inside like the 10-yard line or somewhere around there. And then Mountain City ended up capitalizing there, but as Mountain City usually does. But after that point, it was all East Atchison, Ian Headland. Uh, been playing a lot of tight end this year. Played a lot of fullback his freshman year. I think he's back to playing in the backfield a little bit now. Um, had 126 yards and three scores, so big day for him. And his credit EA. Uh, I know Anthony Crane before the week thought they had a chance against Mound City. Uh, that was, of course, before Mound City had their um, string of injuries that really affects their team because I think Mound City is very talented. But if you take off top two players, top three players off any team in the state, they're going to struggle against other good teams. Just If you go to North Andrew and you say, oh, Carson Thomas and Hayden Necker are out today. What? Like That's 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 so that's what's the equivalent is with Landon Papa and Tony Osborne. Uh, of course, North Andrew was out without two of their better players uh, with Caleb Chittum and Brewer Wheeler, but they're both kind of linemen slash ends, so it's a little bit different for them. Uh, Stanbury, they were without Austin Colvin, their best offensive lineman, and Gavin Cameron, one of the running backs. Uh, but to see those teams were both out two guys, so it kind of nullified it a little bit. East Atchison was healthy. If you go to North Shelby and you say Stoneburner and Lunsford both go out, I don't know, like Carson Orr's got to carry the show or Yolmeyer. I mean, that's just so tough to – and it's not like you can prepare for that. I mean, they found Osborne's going to be out halfway through the day, so they had a couple hours to prepare for it. And then your best player, arguably the best player in the state, goes out early. <clears throat> that's so tough to game plan for that and to adjust on the fly. I think they'll be more prepared for it this week if they know. There's a difference between, hey, we know our top two players are going to be out this week. This is what we're going to do to counteract that instead of, oh, by the way, your top two players are out now. Good luck on the fly. Like It's just two different things a little bit there. Uh, both are difficult, so it's the talent gap is going to be tough. I think Mount is very talented, but they're just injured right now. That's just so tough. And especially going to South Holtonale Holt, which – the coaches I talk to think the Spartans are a very physical football team. I would tend to agree with them. Um, I know they lost to Livingston. They gave up a little bunch of points there because uh, they can't cover anybody. Um, but Livingston, they felt the Spartans the next day. I know Coach Magruder was like, that's still a physical football team, and they're still good. They just struggled in the past defense, which they have for the past so many years. Um, and everyone I talk to says, oh, they're, they're a physical team with Quinlan and company. They're going to be tough. So – that's a tough matchup after losing half your starters pretty much going to the next week and going there on the road in Graham. That's going to be tough. Um, then we'll go on to Stanbury North Andrew. Again, though, kudos to TEA grinding out a win against number one team in the state. Being in back-to-back years in regular season now for East Atchison, so two back-to-back seasons with big wins for EA over Mound City. Um Platte Valley Livingston, not much to say about that game. Livingston did what they were supposed to do. Same with North Shelby and Keatsville. Uh, Drexel Archie, uh, nice win there for Drexel. Again, I said this before, 
with knowing that Sutton and Wolf are going to be out for Archie, who combined for over 40 touchdowns this year, that's just – it's too tough to go against a Drexel team that's very good on the defensive end, which from what I heard, Drexel did a nice job up front. Archie still had most of their – I think almost all their linemen uh, there as well. So they were only missing their quarterback and running back. But as I said with Mountain City, without your two best like skill position guys, you're not as dynamic. And it's just tough to be a t- good team like Drexel. Drexel did what they are supposed to do. Ran away with the win there. Most likely we'll see a rematch of that in the playoffs, so I'm not too worried about Archie. I didn't know where to put them in this week's bowl. I had them 7 or 8 last week. Do I really ding them for losing that? I know I was going to jump EA over them. Um, probably Southfield not only hold over them because of their loss. Pattonsburg looked decent versus Rich Hill. And then you had St. Paul Lutheran, which we'll get to in a minute. They're still undefeated, and I feel like they need to deserve a little bit of love just for being undefeated. They only play the schedule that's in front of you. I know they haven't played a great schedule, but they did beat Oric week one. And then they've just kind of done their business the rest of the year. Take care of business in their schedule. I wish they would have played Hughesville. I think that would have been a really good um, kind of a gauge to see where they were at um, in the CRC. So that was a tough one. That And I know they wanted to play that well. Just COVID kind of put a wrench in that one. I know they wanted to play Hughesville as well to kind of prove that they belong there at the top of the CRC. They don't play North Shelby this year, um, and they're going to get their chance to – Prove that they're a good team by playing Drexel this Friday night over um, there in the, near the Missouri-Kansas line over there with the Bobcats. Um, <clears throat> so we'll kind of see what it goes on. Sorry, I'm watching SportsCenter right now. Philip Rivers is running his mouth. It's fight throwing for 190 yards. And you're trash, Philip. Anyways. <clears throat> So I'm going to drop – I think I dropped Archie out of my top ten for this week. Uh, but it was just a toss-up between them and Lutheran. I just wanted to give Lutheran some love. Just being undefeated. Um, I know they haven't really had a tough a schedule. I don't really think they're – if they played today, I think Archie would probably beat them, especially if they had their quarterback and running back. But we'll see after they play Drexel next week how that kind of goes. South Holt Nolly Holt versus Stewartsville. South Holt Nolly Holt, uh, big win there. Kind of struggled a bit. I know Stewartsville with that passing game is – kind of playing against the Spartans' weakness there in the pass defense. Um, but the Spartans just took care of business. And I think Scroggins had a really good game there at fullback. They just weren't covering the fullback dive on the triple option. He just ate him alive. And then Quinlan did what he had to do, threw a couple of touchdowns, ran another one in. I mean, just another day at the office for the Spartans. Just got to win, play good enough defense, so only allow six points. And so good job for the Spartans as they set up for the week. And I think part of it, they kind of slept off that game as well just because I think they've been preparing for Mountain City the past two or three weeks, so they've been ready for the Mountain City game. And it's hard to get up for Stewartsville Osborne the next week you have Mountain City. It just is. Um, they've played Platte Valley and DeKalb two weeks before that. So they've really, after that EA game kind of got canceled, I think they've really kind of had their eyes set on Mountain City, which is why it's so disappointing that um, Mountain City's injured going to this game. So I thought both teams at full strength was going to be a really fun game. Um, that's just not going to happen at this point. I don't believe. Rich Hill, Pattonsburg. Pattonsburg, as I said there, put up a bunch of points. They haven't posted their stats yet, but I'm guessing they threw for a bunch of yards and had a bunch of touchdowns, and I'm guessing Cameron Jones and Brady Mig both went off. Just a, just a guess there for Pattonsburg. I'm seeing a couple of things they had there on Friday night through Twitter and stuff. Um, so, a good win for Pattonsburg. Uh, Rich Hill, they're 1-4. I believe their losses are to Archie, Drexel, Jasper, and Pattonsburg. So, I would call that three quality losses. Um, so just kind of a tough schedule there for Rich Hill. I believe they get Jasper again this week. 
in the air in the air with Osceola liberals. So <clears throat> we'll see how Ridge Hill. I thought I had a lot of promise for them going into this year. They've kind of fallen flat for me. Um, just not a very deep team, and it's really struggled them playing good teams. Just kind of get just kind of outlasted kind of deal there. Uh, pro, kudos to Northwest Nottaway for getting that big win over DeKalb. DeKalb's just not very good this year. I do love Car- Co- I do like uh, <clears throat> Wardlow over there at DeKalb. It's just they don't have a lot of talent right now. It just they graduated a lot last year. It might be a couple years before they get back to being uh, where they were last year. So just kind of a tough stretch for DeKalb. If you don't have the athletes, you just don't have the athletes. Uh, Northwest Nottaway with Coach Calfi, I think they're going in the right direction. Um, this would be a game in the past where it would be a one-score game, two-score game. They'd maybe lose it. Now they're kind of back on track. They got a big game with LeBlanc coming up this week. Then they got Livingston in the end of the year with East Ashton. So they need to win next week to kind of get things still rolling there for EA and get maybe a three-win year for them going into the playoffs. Uh, King City Rockport, it was uh, Muff versus Heron, and, and Muff gets the win there. I think King City just a little bit better. Um, King City's what the – I don't know. What, I don't know what they're ranked in the, in the GRC. I don't know how I would rank those six teams right now. Besides, North Andrew one, Stanbury two, Pattonsburg three. Then the last three teams, you can just flip a coin between Albany, Worth County, King City. They've all kind of beat up on each other so far. So they're just right there. They're a good team, and with Wells back, they might be the fourth best team in the conference. Maybe third. Then maybe they beat Pattonsburg with if, if he's there against them. I don't know, but in Rockport, they're in for. Uh, a rough last half of the year when they got Livingston this week and then South Holt, Holt, and Mountain City. It's just a tough stretch there for Rockport. Uh, then Lutheran, as I said earlier, they're undefeated. They beat Santa Fe. They grind out a 42-14 to win. The Saints keep winning. They just keep winning. They got Drexel this week, and I believe they have Osceola and Liberal. Or is it Liberal Osceola? Liberal and Osceola. So next two weeks are big weeks for Lutheran. Liberal's playing really well, and Drexel's undefeated as well. Um, as two of the last three undefeated teams are going off, going to be playing down at Drexel. Um, so we'll see what Lutheran is kind of made of this week when they can play Drexel. That's, I don't really have a big take on Lutheran right now. I did put them at 10 in my ranking just because I wanted to see. I wanted to give them a little bit of love for being undefeated um, as of right now. And they just kind of do what they need to do to win. So can't really fault them for that at this point. <clears throat> uh, Jasper. They beat Bramer 32-8. to I believe Bramer, their quarterback, fullback, and running back all went out in that game. Uh, quarterback, I believe, they were kind of worried about him for a little bit, but he has a concussion. Um, he had to be taken from the field a little bit there, so it's kind of a scary moment there for Bramer. I hope uh, a little. I hope Mr. Jake Henry is okay over there. And um, I heard also Parker Shue, I'm guessing their tailback got hurt. They, I just heard the quarterback, tailback, fullback. I just Your whole backfield goes down in one game. Jasper's a physical team. So good for Jasper getting a win there. The long trip over to Bramer. Uh, Norbert Harden Central and Liberal. Kind of surprised by how that game kind of went. I thought Norbert Harden Central would get that win. Um, they just didn't. So so good job for Liberal. Don't really have a whole lot to say about that one. I don't really know what kind of happened there. But Liberal, they're playing well right now. I'll give them some props to beat Jasper last week, week before. Um, Roll Pleasant Hope. This was after they lost, they got steamrolled by Drexel in week three, beating Cordy week two, and they got rolled by Archie in week one. So maybe just Drexel and Archie are just bad matchup for them. They might be the third best team. They right now they are the third best team in the uh, Wemo. So they got a big win there over Norbert Harden Central. So kudos to the Bulldogs there. As I said earlier, they got Osceola this week, so that should be a win for them. 
And they got Lutheran and Rich Hill in the year. So a couple of big games there. Uh, they could finish 6-2. and two. That one I'm looking at right here. Don't remember if they had a game that was canceled or not. They're 4-2 and two right now. Yeah, so they could finish 7-2, and 6-3 and three on the year. So I think it works 5-4 and four, uh, for Liberal. So it'll be a good, it's going to be a good season for Liberal after that kind of a slow start uh, for the Bulldogs. Got a couple big wins there. Uh, up next, one of the bigger games of the week, Worth County Oric. Uh, Worth County was down, I believe, one time 32 to 20, I believe, and they ended up roaring back, took a 40 to 32 lead, um, 42 32, and then they ended up going up 42 to 40, kind of a deal there. Um, and they kind of scored a couple late touchdowns to make that score 56 to 40. So a big win for Worth County. They were a very resilient team that Coach Ely has over there. They've had a lot of issues. Um, this year, both on and off the field with quarantine and stuff. Um, I know Oric thought they had a chance to get a win there, and they were going to be a team that, uh, despite Worth County being down a couple of guys, they felt they deserved a little more respect. But Worth County goes out there, and they took it. They took the win there from Oric, and props to Wilco for that win. Uh, things don't get any easier for Worth County here down the stretch. They're going to be in a shootout with Pattonsburg on Friday, uh, probably a low-scoring game with North Angels the week after, and then they end the year with Stanbury. So that's three probably ranked teams in the year, including the number one team in the state. Uh, spoiler alert, there with North Andrew in week eight. So Worth County still has their work cut out for them. They are four and two right now, but they could easily finish the year four and five. So we'll kind of have to see where they go. In fact, that Pattonsburg is probably the easiest game the rest of the way, and that's just a weird matchup with the amount of points they can score. Uh, but I don't know if they're going to be able to stop Alarcon in any shape or form. As he ran for 245 yards versus Oric, he might run for 300 against Pattonsburg. We'll just kind of see how it goes there. That's going to be a lot of points in that game. Uh, Hughesville, they got back on track. Um, of course, they won last week as well versus Skyler. Dominant win over Pleasant Hope. When I heard, they kind of even didn't do a whole lot in the second half just because they were scoring about every time against Pleasant Hope. Um, defense kind of worries me getting up 50 points to that team, but <clears throat> it is what it is. I mean, Liberal shut them out, but sometimes you like they get a little bit weird. Yeah, Keatsville, which should be a win this next week. Norbert Harden Central is an interesting game in Week 8, and then they end the year at Bishop LeBlanc. So Hughesville is going to pick up a bunch of wins here going down the stretch. Uh, they'll most likely be the three seed down there in District 1. Albany, Skyler, not much to say there. Albany is a better team. Uh, kudos to LeBlanc getting their second win of the year in the last three weeks. Uh, of course, they beat Keatsville two, a couple weeks ago. Last week, they played Archie and lost. And then this week, they got a big win over KC East Christian. They got Northwest Nottoway, which I said earlier is kind of a winnable game for both teams. Both teams kind of need that to get to that three-win mark. Uh, then they have Skyler in week eight. Definitely a winnable game there for Bishop LeBlanc. Then Hughesville in week nine. So we'll see how those first two weeks kind of go for them and then go from there. So LeBlanc, uh, much easier second half of the year for schedule-wise than the first half of the year when they were playing North Andrew and Stanberry and Donathan West. <laughs> So things definitely we uh, lightened up on a little bit in week four for him. For LeBlanc, and then, of course, Appleton City beating Osceola. Osceola is not very good. Uh, kudos to them for scoring 50 points. They're no longer the worst offense and defense in the state, just the worst defense still. Uh, I think they're allowing like 77 points per game. They're scoring 17 now, though. So there's that. Um, then Appleton City got their first win of the year, so good job for the Bulldogs there. Unfortunately for them, they got to play Archie this ne- next week. And then Pattonsburg after that, two best offenses in the state. And then it work. So that's going to be a tough end of the year for Alpeson City, as it looks like um, this is going to be the end of their Wemo schedule coming up in Week 7. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what happened in Week 6. 
there's a lot kind of happened there. I'm just not sure what to do with certain teams. Like Mountain City, injuries, but they're going to play South Fulton, Lomi Holton. It's going to be a tough matchup for them with the injuries. What do I do? Because if they're healthy, they're one of the top three teams in the state. We saw that with their win over Livingston. But they're not healthy right now, and I'm not sure how healthy they are going to be going forward. So if they're banged up going forward, they're going to be missing guys down the stretch here for injuries. Do they get out of districts? Because at this point, you still got to play EA again, maybe Stanberry. Because right now, I think they fell to the two or three seed in districts. EA took, went to, jumped to the one seed right now in District 4, which is just great for EA to avoid having to beat Stanbury and Mountain City to get out of district. So one seed has a huge advantage there despite still having to play like an Albany or Worth County in Week 2. That's a tough district in general, so there's no really easy way out. Um, so, yeah, we'll kind of see how that kind of goes there. And Archie with their quarantine, that's just tough to see where to rank teams there as well. Um, I still think there's eight teams that are um, – Cooping a state title. Um, I will say, I'll just go through the media poll because by the time you'll hear this, it's going to be out. Uh, North Andrew, Livingston 2. Livingston did you get one first place vote. Uh, North Shelby 3, Drexel 4, Mount City 5, EA 6, Stanbury 7, South Holt, Nottoway Holt 8, Archie 9, and Pattonsburg 10. Those top eight teams, I think, are championship count. I'm not sure now on Stanbury. Just not quite. So I would personally, <clears throat> my top ten. I had North Andrew, Livingston, North Shelby, Drexel, EA, South Holland Hill. I don't mount to seven, just because I think the injuries are going to be a problem for them going forward. And I don't know, it's not the same team that was last week when I was voting number one, just because the injuries. If Papa and Osborne are both out with Messer, I mean that's just a completely different team at this point. Stanbury eight, Pattonsburg nine. I said I gave Lutheran the advantage at ten with Archie. Right on the outside looking in there in my top ten. So I think my top seven that I have there, especially if Mount City is healthy, any one of those seven teams I think could go to the state championship and maybe win it. Now I would not be surprised. And I think Archie is a wild card with Drexel down south, just if they get healthy in the second time around, how they could kind of go. So that's how I kind of view it. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the way it was going into this week. Um, I'll get more into the – preview episode on Thursday. <clears throat> but there's a couple good games this week. Of course, North Shelby, Stanbury. And if that game wasn't in North Shelby, that's three hours away and I still have to work on Friday. And I think I work Saturday morning too. I would go there if that would be the game of the week. But I just can't logistically go three hours away. <laughs> uh, just not going to happen. Um, so that's the game of the week in spirit. But the actual game of the week... Um, I think, and I'm sorry to the teams down south, but I couldn't have, I just, I thought about it. I was leaning against going away from it, but I'm going to go to Mountain City at South Holt Nolly Hole, which is the 5 at 8. I think it's going to be a really good football game. Um, even if the Spartans kind of roll a little bit, there's some fireworks I want to be there in person to witness. There's some stuff off the field that I just want to see how it all goes down there in Graham. And it's my hometown, so I kind of like going back there as well uh, for my home homecoming game kind of a little bit for me as well uh, for that one with South Holt Nolly Holt. And that's just going to be an interesting game to see how those two teams because they don't like each other at all. Players, coaches, communities. <laughs> um, South Holt and Nolly Holt have both not liked Mountain City for years. Now they're co-ops and they can – there's always a little bit of trouble with every co-op that I've kind of seen around the state. I think East Ashton probably has the smoothest co-op that I've seen. 
Um, but they can rally around one thing. They don't like Mound City. And Mound City doesn't like them as well, so it should be a lot of fun. There's definitely some bad blood there that I can't wait to kind of dissect going into this week. That's where I'm going to be. I'll be going to Graham. That's where I'm going. EA, South Holt, Notley Holt. Um, let's see here. Then also, Pattonsburg at Worth County. I think it's going to be a really good football game. Uh, two teams, both 4-2, and two, both kind of battling for that th- uh, third-best team in the conference kind of deal. Um, so a big week for both of those teams. Um, first to 70 wins, <laughs> probably my guess, just because Worth County can put some points up in a hurry, and everyone knows Pattonsburg can. They now have the number one scoring offense in the state again after Archie had their uh, six-point output last week. Pattonsburg put up 86 points. They flip in the uh, standings there in the point score department. Uh, then, of course, St. Paul Lutheran going to Drexel. Two undefeated teams. I wanted to kind of go to this game. The one thing that kind of held me back from going to this game was, first of all, I like the rivalry between Mount and South Carolina Hill. But number two, I just think Drexel is a much better football team. So I'll get to that more in the in the uh, preview episode. But I just think Drexel might just roll in this one. So we'll just have to kind of see everything that goes on there. In that one, then a low-key interesting matchup is North Andrew at Albany. Because I think Albany's still a pretty decent football team. They got Klein at quarterback now for them. I think they're putting Floyd Boy in the backfield next to Mercer. And it's kind of a dynamic little duo back there. And Klein has a pretty good arm throwing to Hutchinson down the field a little bit. So I think Albany can present some matchup issues with North Andrew. I just don't know if they have the guns to stop North Andrew's offense. It's just a well-oiled machine that's just going to grind you down for – quarters for four quarters. I mean, just what's going to happen. I think North Andrew probably wins that game. It's just, I think Albany can present a couple issues for them to deal with a little bit. Uh, just like most teams in GRC will with North Andrew. But I don't know if anyone are good enough to beat them at this point. There's a reason I'm one in the state right now. Um, and I'll just kind of talk about this real quick. For me, my big discussions for where I was in the poll was one versus two, North Andrew Livingston, um, I, I think Livingston might win if they played today. Uh, I just think they match up really well with them, and I think they can outscore them. Um, but North Andrew, they beat two top five teams the past two weeks, who I think are pretty good still in Stanbury and North Shelby. Um, they dominated both those games. They kind of dominated every game they've played this year um, in their own type of way. And I just... Their resume is better than Southwest Livingston. Despite Livingston beating EA and Southwest Nolly Holt and only losing by four after their quarterback goes down, um, he's injured in the first quarter. He still played, but he just couldn't throw for three quarters against Mountain City. I just, I think Livingston's a very good football team, and they're like 1A, 1B in my opinion. I just have to put North Andrew 1. North Shelby and Drexel, I pretty much had them slated 3 and 4 pretty easily. Um, I put EA 5. South Carolina Hill at six. They kind of flipped the coin between those two teams as well. I wish they would have played in week three so I'd have a better grasp of who's kind of better there. I do think that EA struggles a bit on offense on offense still, trying to find what they do well um, and how they're going to exploit other teams that play good defense. But I think defensively they're elite on that end of the full on that end of the ball. So that gives them a chance versus anybody um, kind of going forward. So props to their defense is very good. Um, they just weren't ready for Livingston week one. Kind of threw a wrench into them a little bit. But since that week one game, EA has been lights out defensively. I mean, I think they allowed two touchdowns to, the, to South Northwest Nottaway and then one score to Rockport and one score to Mountain City. 
and then they've just been locked out ever since. I ended up dropping Mountain City to seven. I didn't know where to put Mountain City this week. I could have put them five through seven with EA and South Atlanta. I gave the advantage. I think those two teams right now are better. But we'll get the postseason play. If Mountain City gets healthy again, they might be the better team. So we'll just have to see kind of going forward. I dropped Stanbury to eight over Pattonsburg because they beat head-to-head. And then, as I said earlier, Lutheran over Archie in a coin flip. So, again, the Missouri 8-man game of the week this week is Mound City at South Holt, Nottie Hole. Two rivals who don't like each other one bit. Should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to go back home for that one. In Graham, should be a lot of fun. I'll be reporting for KMA as well from Graham. Probably going to hit on KQ2 as well. So, should be a lot of fun. Can't wait for Week 7. Uh, we've made it through the two, two-thirds of the way of the regular season. Let's get the last third in here and get to playoff time. Cannot wait. Things are kind of shaping up districts-wise. I'll get through that all in the preview show. But thanks, you guys, for listening to the Week 6 recap on Missouri 8-Man Football on Straight Up Sports.